It is so funny to me that we're focused on the fire pit, you know, Taylor's birthday. Of course, if she wants something for her birthday, I'm going to do whatever I can to right. get it Sweet for her. Sweet 16. But, but thinking about a fire pit in the middle of the summer just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And then on top of that, now Jody's talking about s'mores and all Ooh. these s'mores recipes. Well, I've been wanting a fire pit forever. You know yeah. that. Uh, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> anyway. I wonder if they're still going to say this when we light this thing. You know what I mean? After mean? sitting around the heat, you mean? Yes. Yeah. So this is Taylor's request that she can make s'mores any night that she wants to make. Yes. She's going to have some friends over here and there, you know, for the next, I don't know, in the next week or whatever. And she wants to do s'mores. So we just finally, okay, I want it. She wants it. Let's all do it. I'm actually surprised, Murphy, you were able to find some place selling fire pits right now. You uh-huh. would think that? It, this is actually the time to buy them because what yeah. happens is when they're needed, they're usually sold out. And any gotcha. of the big box stores, think about this. They're usually almost one season ahead of whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. True. That's why Christmas stuff's going to be out now. Yeah. And so it'll be by the time you need one, they'll probably be hard to find. Mm-hmm. So we have one now. It's still in the box, though. Like, you know, so my big bag, Murphy, is can we open that bad boy up tonight, put it together, which would that's probably super simple, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, for you. Well, this well, thing no, I'm has willing a, to help. Don't uh, even. It shouldn't be that difficult because it's a. This is a propane driven one. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Right. Cleaner, easier. Don't have to mess with wood. I'm on board with all that. It's just that it's summer. You know. Yeah. It is hot, but the point is to look. We used to do that in the summer and in, in the country with a big fire. You know, we would use clothes hangers and rainies. Do wait hot seriously? Dogs. You would actually do marshmallows and all that in the summertime? I, I wasn't a marshmallow fan, but we did hot dogs. Yeah. Huh. In the summer, sometimes. It's the, I, I asked Jody this, and she didn't know, Murphy, but the, um, the wood, the fake wood for this fire pit, is it like in a perfect pattern, or does it look random? <laughs> no, actually, this one has the lava rocks. Ah. So there's no fake looking wood we're in it so or anything fancy. like that. Yeah. Ah. Ooh, we're yeah. fancy, fancy, fancy. Looks like Coming an open up grill. later this morning, by the way, around 730 for you and all the kids, all the different things you can, different s'mores. It's not just graham crackers. <laughs> Uh, you know, chocolate bar and a marshmallow. You can get very creative. We have the recipes. Mm-hmm. And apparently uh, not just for winter yeah. or fall. I'm super excited. <laughs> Summer's more. We're yeah. doing this tonight, right? You promise? Yeah, I do want to make sure that we get... I want to test run it before Taylor's birthday. So, absolutely. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. This is exciting. Karate Kid is coming back, but in a different way mm-hmm. and with Ralph Macchio. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Would you believe me if I told you that The Karate Kid is getting another revisit? The Karate Kid is getting a sequel, and I do mean the 1984 Ralph Macchio. Whoa. Can't get better than that movie. Wax on, right hand. Wax off, left hand. Oh. Wax on, wax off. It's a classic. Does it, doesn't Man. it already have it three, had a it remake. Had two sequels? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, sequels from back then. Oh, that's yeah. right. This The first one with Ralph Macchio is the one that really counts for me. Well, wait a second. And then they read... I thought they redid a version of it also with Will Smith's son. They did. They did. But oh, this yeah. is another sequel, but it's, it's like bringing you to today. This is a 10-episode series that's coming with, you know, Ralph Macchio's character struggling as a grown man. I love it, but it gets better. Is it Ralph Macchio who's going to star in it? Yeah. Yes. Why are you laughing? Really? I'm, what? Uh, keep explaining. It gets he even better. He probably looks younger now. He always does. I he swear did. the guy doesn't look like he's aged a day. This is so great. You know, he played Daniel. Daniel. And um, 
it's the guy that was so bad to him. Remember the the guy that was his rival? Johnny. Grown, thank you, Johnny, who's grown up and he was mean and horrible at the Cobra Kai thing or whatever you called it, the karate group. Yeah. The enemy deserves no mercy. He's also grown and struggling and needs... I don't know what you call it, closure maybe, mm-hmm. and goes, you know, reaches out to Daniel for that and guidance well, as a mentor. Boom. Sadly, we know who's not around for this. This is true. Mr. Yeah. Miyagi. Yeah. And that's part of what they're writing. That's part of the struggle that Daniel's dealing with is going on without his mentor Miyagi. Oh, yeah, but you my see, gosh. I don't remember what year Mr. Miyagi and, you know, Pat Morita actually died, but it's right. like. The movie was 84. It's 2017. Let's move on. What do you mean? How's he still struggling without Mr. Miyagi? It's like, move on, dude. You, do you think that you as an adult couldn't struggle with something that was unfinished for you young, younger in life? In fact, that's a lot of what adults struggle I with. I mean, like if I lost a Little League baseball coach 10 it's years ago, i thing. move on. Well, it is, and it's probably a grown-up version of it. It's probably more sophisticated than the, the 1984 movie. next time you talk about missing somebody who meant a lot to you, I'm going to tell you to move on, yeah. Sam. <laughs> anyway, look for this on YouTube next year, 10 episodes, The Karate Man, maybe they'll call it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, uh, we've got a caller, Sam, who knows why your tur- Thomas the Turtle you were taking care of over the weekend. Oh, yeah, turtle sitting. Why he got aggressive. And in case you missed it yesterday, Sam spent most of his weekend getting chased around by a turtle yeah, in the backyard. Yeah, 118-pound tortoise. That was, was aggressive. Oh, uh, or pretty fast, believe it or not. So you were pet-sitting for your neighbor. Yeah. And it was Had to go dogs. down there and feed Thomas. And when we'd go down there to feed Thomas, he would kind of chase us and the dogs around. Well, and this is new. He warned you, your neighbor warned you that Thomas had become aggressive yeah, suddenly. Yeah, within right? the past week or so, Thomas is getting aggressive. Did you check on him yesterday afternoon? Like, hey, how's Thomas No, I got, once I got my, a text from my neighbor that they were back, I told them that this is what he did. Mm-hmm. He was after Colt, one of the dogs, and, you know, he kind of chased us around. Hmm. Well, Sharon, something's wrong with him. Sharon's calling in 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Sharon. <laughs> Good morning. So I was listening to you guys talking about Thomas the Turtle. Oh, yes. And I know herbivore expert, but to me it sounds like Thomas needs a date, if you're getting what I'm saying. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah, huh. him being 13 years old, I don't ever remember them having another turtle, so it, I guess it's been a while. You need to let your neighbor Cecil know that, because Cecil would want to make that happen for Thomas. Where's he going to find another 100-pound turtle? Uh, ask around. <laughs> Get on it. No, I would, I would say call your local zoo, have yeah. him call the local zoo, and tell the zoo what he's doing mm-hmm. and ask what can be done for him. It just sounds like, yeah, he needs Sweet a Sweet thing. He needs a lady. And let me say, that's another reason you don't want him catching you, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he thinks the dog is his lady. Isn't that funny that that's but why it, I didn't even I didn't even think of that? Poor yeah, baby. I didn't either. Thank you, Sharon, for calling in. Remember my Uncle Roy, who, when he retired from his long job, um, had uh, his coworkers gave him a goat, and they called him William, and here's your going away present, a goat, and it was a billy goat. Get it, William? I don't know who gives people goats as going away <laughs> yeah, yeah, presents, okay. but... It was a, a joke, but sweet, but he loved William, but the, and we met William, and he was so cool, and then the next time I, ch- I talked to my Uncle Roy, it was like, where's William? And he said, well baby we had to give william away and get him he needed a lady because he was getting aggressive 
Oh. Same huh. thing. I never thought of that. Same thing. So maybe this is a better option than Turtle Prozac. <laughs> Call us anytime, 877-310-4675. Coming up, Sam has music news. Ladies, I'm going to let you know how you can have Justin Timberlake sing you to sleep every night. Mm. Share your good thing story with us. You know, Jody's good thing is not just about all the wonderful things that are happening you know, around the world in the news. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. You can share yours. You can do that anytime, 24-7, too. If we're not here, just leave it in the 24-hour voicemail. Sam's got music news. Oh, you might be familiar, because uh, we've talked about this before, with the Rockabye Baby music series, where this company takes, like, Coldplay. They've got a Jay-Z one and a Metallica. They take their hit songs, yeah. and they make them into lullabies. In fact, here is Moves Like Jagger. It's hard to make that out for me. Yeah. I like it, though. Anyway, it's nice. Current music turned into lullabies so the, the kids will go to sleep. It makes me want to be in a nursery. But what uh, doesn't? Well, the, the next person that they're going to uh, give the treatment to is Justin Timberlake. And this uh. is going to come out August the 18th. It's going to cover Bye Bye Bye. Yeah. Rock your body. Going to do mirrors. I can hear that on a xylophone. Dude, <laughs> you could just play that. You know he sings lullabies to his baby boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to do the uh, song from the Troll movie, Can't, uh, stop, Can't the stop the Feeling, feeling yeah. and a couple of other NSYNC slash Justin Timberlake songs. Look for that uh, coming out August the 18th. Okay. Uh, Jody, what is, here's your little quiz time here, the song of the summer this year? Um, 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 I, I, it's one of the Justins. I don't know which Justin, Bieber, but it's a Bieber song, right? Uh, well, yeah, jo- Despacito. Now, you know, there are two different versions of this. Infectious. The original version from Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee, it uh, just became the first video to cross the three billion mark. Three billion views of this video. Not with Bieber, because they don't even have a video for that one. Oh, I was about to say. The original version. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, But... The version with Justin Bieber may actually set a record as well because it's been number one on the charts for 12 straight weeks. If it makes it for 16 weeks, it'll be the longest stretch of being number one for any song, breaking the old record of Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Oh, man. Hands in the air. Oh, that's still the longest running number one song of all time? 16 weeks at number one. Wait, there was a time period when you couldn't go 10 minutes without hearing that song. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, it was also a time period you couldn't go four months without hearing it because it was number one. Uh, That's what I mean. Okay. So another four weeks, maybe Justin will be on top. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, guys. I don't know if you saw that story yesterday about the plane uh, ride with all the turbulence where there were 10 people were sent to the hospital. Mm -hmm. If you're ever on a flight with turbulence this bad, what you're supposed to do to kind of get through it, let's do that next. Yesterday's After the Show podcast, Jody and the producer David geeked out on Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. yeah. It has spoilers in it, but so if you Man. saw Sunday's episode, you're good to listen to it. Otherwise, if you spread the if word. If you didn't see Sunday's episode and you haven't seen it now, I don't know I don't know where who you are, what you're doing. <laughs> well, it's, and the thing you is, escape when, spoilers. Well, exactly. And the next day, it's always oh everywhere on every website. Mm-hmm. You know? Dragontastic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Something else that was floating around social media yesterday. I know you guys saw the story about the flight to Philadelphia where the turbulence was so bad that... 
passengers were then taken to the hospital after. You understand this is one of my nightmares. Mm-hmm. You understand. You guys know me well. Um, You're getting better, though. I am. I fly fine. Because and, I, I remember when you first started flying. Yes, I am. Um, you know, and you, every little bump. Well, you, first, you were, my first flight, I was 12 years old. So my first flights weren't with you guys, but uh, I've never, I never loved it. Right. You thought that was my first? Well, well, I knew it was early on because you used to say how you hated to fly. Yeah, and you well, I used to. What happened on the way to Philadelphia, it's not like it happens a lot. You know what I mean? It, last, I was reading that same article that Jody was reading. And so last year, there were like 40 people that were injured in some way in turbulence mm-hmm. incidents. The year before that was like half. It just kind of very. There's still no way to predict that. As good as radars are, that's why they tell you that even once there's a, you're at a cruising altitude, when you're sitting, you should leave your seatbelt on. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, we've all been on flights before where that's happened too, where you start to hit that bump mm-hmm. unexpected. Sadly, I've had it happen to me while I'm in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. man. Well, did you have your seatbelt on? <laughs> what also happens to me is when we have bumpy um, experiences and Mur- if Murphy's sitting next to me, which is often when we fly together, but it's like all of a sudden this horrible drop that happens because of, and I'm feeling, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah, we're going about, down. About, no, about to cry or whatever, freaked out and getting hot. And he's, you start explaining, well, it's an air pocket. It's like, I don't need to hear that. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, it's it's weird. I'm afraid of heights in other settings, but I love to fly. It, it doesn't bother. But I can't stand turbulence, and I cannot stand flying through I can't clouds. Stand, nobody can uh, stand you know? turbulence. That's why I think. Can we please develop something in this highly technological world we live in? Please develop something that can help pilots predict those pockets and let's fly around them. Yes, that's a mother nature thing, you know. You can mm-hmm. only go so far with that. We we're such an advanced society. I mean, there's got to be a way to see that. Just saying, because it is a thing for me. Otherwise, it's been nice and smooth lately, hasn't it? Yes, it has. It has. Nice. Been fortunate, yes. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So Taylor Swift actually was in a Denver courtroom yesterday mm-hmm. while jury selection was happening and what the plans are going forward for Taylor in court. I'll tell you about that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. How would you feel if you were... In the jury selection process, and you showed up, and Taylor Swift was in the courtroom. What happened yesterday in Denver? Taylor Swift was there. Mad fans. Yeah, well, for jury selection. So I'm sure there were more than a few, you know, potential jurors who were sent away. Yeah. Because you had to answer questions. First of all, she's sitting there in a white dress with a black jacket next to her mom. Mm -hmm. And um, some of the questions are, have you listened to Taylor Swift on the radio? Have you watched any of her videos? Have you ever bought a Taylor Swift concert ticket in the last two years? Well, they're going to have a tough time finding 12 people. I I completely agree. You understand this Have you case, lived under a rock? This is the case where, you know, it's like a double suit. This guy, his, he's a radio guy. His name is former. David Mule, former. He was fired. They had a meet and greet during, a, she's touring around. They have a meet and greet and taking pictures. And she's saying that he grabbed her bottom and <clears throat> she's saying it's assault. He's saying, whoa, you're falsely accusing me. Yeah, so and I need $3 her. million dollars because you've ruined my job, life, and reputation. And hear, hear this. Taylor Swift is expected to testify against him mm-hmm. during this trial at some point. Um, that is huge. And the... Yeah. It's just huge. That I, does not happen. I read yesterday that uh, you know TMZ supposedly has this picture of the incident, 
Right. But, but it's in a sealed document now. Yes. I'm, no one can see it. It's only in court. It's going to have to pop up in court. And supposedly the picture is Taylor. It's the picture of the picture. Right. When she seems caught off guard by something going on. Right. All of a sudden he's got this devilish grin is how the attorneys laid it out. Um, so they're suing one another. And for Taylor Swift to testify against you. And by the way, they they were both in court yesterday but neither one of them looked at one another not surprising no she's she's gonna be a tough one to take on in court yeah you know she's got the best lawyers advising her mm-hmm. coming up in your next hollywood outsider this morning at seven fifty-five. get into the heart of really why and what happened between chris pratt and anna ferris because of course they've announced that separation that's breaking everybody's heart up to date with jody's hollywood outsider it's back to school time but it's also august blues time august blues that's right tell you who's got them and why coming up and right here in the middle of all this august heat what do you think we're doing today s'mores recipes Mm -hmm. whatever i think they're you can do them anytime that's later this hour our oldest daughter taylor's having her birthday and it was always a challenge in the month of August, we swore that after her second birthday party, we would not no do them outdoors, outdoors anymore because right. it, it was a fun party because it was at a farm and you know she got to do all these little cute things that two some of our enjoy. friends got to milk a cow for the first yeah. time. And then one what? thing was they had a little you know fire pit with a branding iron and they branded a piece of wood, yeah, you know with your name or your number, and that was all sweet. But man, it was so hot next to that fire. That's when Jody and I said August Never. birthday always indoors, and so now we're. Switching that for her 16th birthday. Well, yeah. she wants to do s'mores at night, though. So we're going to do some I've, s'mores recipes on the way that are more than the typical. And right? I've got a good solution there. I think with the propane fire pit, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be as hot as a regular fire pit. <laughs> we'll I don't see. Think. Well, you can adjust the temperature. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we could true. do a practice run tonight. Okay. Um, speaking of August and the heat and whatever... Did you know that there's a thing called August Blues that pe- a lot of people get? I guess I've never thought about it. I've never Something labeled B. B. it. King used to sing, yeah. the August Blues. Is that because summer's over? It's because summer's over and back to school time. So I, be- yeah. I guess especially if you're not looking forward to the schedule of back to school, um, a sadness. There's a sadness that comes over some people to say goodbye to summer. But fall is so exciting to me. It's one of those easier transitions. For me. Don't oh, you yeah. Like, like fall, Friday nights in the fall. Man, weekends, football, football all that stuff. Food, right. The fall football, is just Yes, right. Exactly, <laughs> Sam. I was having that conversation with Phoebe just the other day because she was expressing being sad about summer. And so my trick is always, just for myself too, but as their mom, Taylor and Phoebe, is to have them look forward to something. So I said, remember, we've got, you know, we've got uh, Halloween. (laughs) That one didn't come to me. Thanksgiving coming up Mm -hmm. and Christmas. Before you know it, all those things that are your favorite parts of the year are coming. Things Mm -hmm. to look forward to. You're right. So uh, if you've got the August blues, look, think ahead to pumpkin spice lattes. Mm. That'll be a month from now. (laughs) If that's your thing, it'll be sooner. Yeah. It will be sooner. Yeah, and if you want to rush it, of course, we got the whole s'mores thing going later this morning. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Are you asked for your good thing stories? What good things are happening in your life? Wendy wrote us in a Facebook message, Mm -hmm. so we're going to call Wendy for hers next. Good news, Jody's good thing. We asked on our Facebook page, what are the good things that are going on in your life? And boy, did you come through. So much so, we thought we'd call a few of you. Wendy 
you have a lot of good things going on, right? Because yes, spe- I do. specifically because of something huge that we all not all not everyone gets this close to is organ donation, right? Right, and so it's, it's, it can be a sensitive subject because it's a, to a double, you know, double-sided sword. Mm-hmm. I suffered most of my life with a rare liver disease, um, mm-hmm. an autoimmune disorder, mm-hmm. and um, I was always told that one day I would need a liver transplant. Oh my goodness! Um, so I grew up most of my life knowing I was going to need a liver transplant. Yeah. Um, by the age of 18, the doctor said, you know, it was going to come sooner than later, and Mm. many years went by, and it turned out I was 40 years old by the time I needed my first liver transplant, and it saved my life. Um, I I, I now have a son who's 18, Mm -hmm. and next week he's going off to the College of Charleston. Oh, wow. I wouldn't be able to see my son grow up and survive and go through all these wonderful things in life without the gift of donation. My goodness. Congratulations. Okay, so you said said first. You've had two? I did. Um, In 2015, I ended up needing a double transplant, a liver and a kidney. And on March 2nd, I received the second gift of life. My gosh. That also saved my life. And I'm alive today because of a hero because someone said yes to yeah. organ donation. Oh my gosh. Wow. You are a triple miracle. So two liver transplants and one kidney? Kidney. That's wow. correct. It um it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, it's it's so sad, you know, for the donor and the donor family because mm. they're lo- losing someone they love very 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 much. Yeah. Um but then there's the recipients like me and many others who get to survive and thrive and mm. live on and live their life and I do think I was given this autoimmune disorder in order to help others. I'm kind of like a vessel yeah. mm-hmm. that so that I could help others and spread organ donation awareness to others Yes, and maybe save more lives. Which you, I kind of feel like that's yeah. why it was given to me. You're doing it right now. We could, one person can save up to nine lives. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you give the gift of life? Why wouldn't you say yes to organ donation? It mm-hmm. saved my life. It could save somebody else's. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Wendy, for sharing this with us. Gosh, thank you. Being our good thing today. I, I'm honored to do this. Thank you so much. Right. I really appreciate this opportunity. Look, let us know about your good thing stories. We mean for you to call 877-310-4MSJ or put them up on our Facebook page. And if you're a uh, Game of Thrones fanatic, just like Jody and producer David are, you probably don't want to miss yesterday's After the Show podcast. So subscribe and uh, listen to your schedule. It was all about Game of Thrones. And it does have spoilers if you didn't hear this Sunday. Mm-hmm. If you didn't watch this Sunday's episode, you may want to wait. Yeah, you may not ever want to even open a computer if you did. It was fire-breathing <laughs> awesomeness. Okay, so producer David also posted a video yesterday um, hanging out playing with your niece, who is how old now, two? Uh, 17 months. Oh, oh, oh not even two. Uh-uh. Uh, so playing with Olivia, playing, what do you call this game? I don't know. She's Whatever makes her laugh. Got a blanket over her and then you <laughs> yank it away. <laughs> Fun Uncle David. So cute. Yeah. It's like the element of surprise. And it, what amazes me is it's happened once, but they're still surprised when you do it the second they time. They love it. Uh, it went on for an hour. That's yeah. fabulous. And I couldn't help it. Like I, My arms were exhausted just ripping that blanket off and then rolling it up and putting it back on top of her and over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, man, and so you know. My parents heard her laughing, so that's my dad. He went and snuck that video. I didn't even know he was filming. Really? So I was like, well, thanks for filming. He sent that to me the next yeah, day. I was you like, got well, the thanks. guns out, too, David. <laughs> noticed. Anyway. Yes. yes. Yeah, I David's the only one in the room that can pull off no shirt on a video. I didn't know he was. <laughs> 
filming, I would have had a shirt on if I would have known. <laughs> look, like, look, whatever. that's not why I bring it up. I bring up the video because you got to spend some time with Olivia again. Yes. And because of it, you have a new name. Yeah, I like what to is be this? called Fun Uncle David or Unky Dave, but as soon as I showed up... Wait. I, Unky Dave. Dave. Oh yeah, that's what the, all, ever, the whole family calls me. Yeah. When she gets older and she can start saying my name properly, it Unky will be Hunky Dave. <laughs> well, I walk, okay. I walk in the house, and so um, of course my uh, Olivia, and my dad are in the back watching Bubble Guppies, our favorite show, mm-hmm. and then he goes, "Oh, look who's here!" And she looks up and goes, "They did." And I just drop my bags, like, "What? what? What'd you say? Say it again. Say it again." And of course she won't ever say it again. But of course not. They've all told me that she says "dated." Like when she sees my picture and they ask who's dated. that, he'll say it once. She'll say it once and that'll be it and yeah, I so you know I believe everyone I don't think my family's lying to me but I'm like but I you heard hear it, it you did hear it though I least. did hear it I freaked out and I'll never hear it again I guess what's <laughs> so sweet about it is also not only do you have your own special name from her right now um but they did but it won't last once she figures out it's really David that'll be gone and it's too sweet oh then it'll be Unky Dave yeah hey, you know what make sure somebody gets it recorded at some point though right yeah totally dated totally Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. What happens when you put a peanut butter cup inside of a s'mores instead mm. of a Hershey's bar? Sounds like heaven. We're going to be playing those games with some new s'mores recipes for you next. So I don't want you to feel like you're being transported too far in the future or the past. Jody has recipes for s'mores. Yes, it's August. It's heat of summer. So, hey, what mm-hmm. better time to light a fire? Yeah. <laughs> hey, our daughters love s'mores, and they don't care that it's hot. They're only going to stand by the fire for, you what, what, two That's minutes? It's a, it's a snack that shouldn't only be enjoyed in the winter. Um, I agree. We had some at our, the Dollywood Resort when we were on vacation, Murphy. They have s'mores every night by the huge fire pit. In mm. fact, I think that's, you can thank Dolly. For all yeah. this s'mores, you know, uh, yeah, uh, fun. But I'm gonna tell you, that was a hot place to stand next to. Yeah, I know. There's a reason, I guess, they did that near the pool. Okay, well, you so ought to get you some of those long forks. I'm, we're going to that way you get a little further away from the fire. We're shopping for that this week, buddy. Yeah. Better but than a coat hanger. Remember yeah. the classic <laughs> s'mores recipe: graham crackers, milk chocolate, like Hershey bar, just a flat one, and then a marshmallow. Yeah, that's your classic s'mores. However. You can get s'mores crazy, and I want to tell you some of the other recipes. Murphy, you're going to love this one. Graham crackers, a marshmallow, and a peanut butter cup. Mm, yeah. Mm, that oh, one's called yeah. the Nutty Buddy. Okay. okay. The Nutty Buddy. I could uh, I could try one you of those. You could get down yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, how about this one? The Grasshopper. My mother would love this because she loves peppermint patties. Um, is that what it's called? Yeah, York peppermint patty. Uh, graham crackers, a peppermint patty, and a marshmallow. Melt that instead. Oh, what about yeah, a Mandy's mint? mint yeah, instead? there you go. Oh. If you want to go through the cream de menthe oh, route. Yeah, I like yeah. that, Sam. Oh, oh, oh. What about um, the Samoa? Can you use your imagination on this one? Graham crackers, milk chocolate, a caramel... This gets a little more. Okay. A caramel square, like a Rolo, I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then some toasted coconut. That's Sprinkle good. it. And that sounds That's good. a Samoa. that would be You good. can go crazy with s'mores. It doesn't have to be boring <laughs> is what I'm saying. It sounds like you have, Jody. <laughs> I'm excited to do this. I really want to try peanut butter cups. What do you think? Yeah. And also, if you yeah, just I mean, want to add caramel, just do Rolos, man. I've lost 15 pounds, so I need to be careful and pace myself with this. You, you know do. what I mean? Well, you got to stop at one. You know, you can also keep uh, some melted chocolate and other stuff handy. After you make the s'more, you can dip it in chocolate. That's mm, fair. Ooh, double chocolate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very true. Anyway, there are more. There's a salted caramel. There's a hot cocoa one. Go online to get the gourmet <laughs> s'mores recipes and let us know what you do. Yeah. Okay? MurphySamAndJody.com. As long as you're looking for a little more heat in August. Mm-hmm. We'll put it on our Facebook page, too. 
coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Guess what's finally underway at the house now that back to school's almost here? Summer reading. Oh, hot well, sure. Yeah. Time to get, I guess better late than never, right? <laughs> but look, I keep walking in on Taylor reading while something else is going on in the room, and I don't know if I could do this. Tell you about it next. Guess what's hot and heavy at the house now that school's really looming for our kids? <laughs> Summer reading. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The last of it. Well, that's, but you know what? That's it, okay. To their credit, you know, they got on it before a little bit before we went out of town and then back on it again when we got. So yeah. are they really cramming at this point? Yes. Taylor has one book to read to finish today and she starts tomorrow <laughs> so y'all yeah, you think <laughs> but that's a, look i get it i do understand it's not a book that they were dying to have that was assigned and all that kind of stuff um and and my thought was you know what feel the burn of procrastination i'm sure it's no fun to be cramming so that's how you learn right consequences yeah. and the other thing was that if they're going to be tested on and i'm still unclear about which one they're going to be like taking a quiz on mm-hmm. at least it's fresh they didn't read it in june oh that's true right yeah. so bright side but every time that i pop in on taylor when she's reading whether it's in the living room or in her room i walk in and i'm like baby and i turn the light on she'll be reading without light and I just like it, complete darkness. M- well, window light coming in, oh. light coming in from the windows, but still. Well, if it's bright enough through the window, I, I don't. I don't think it I is. do not like intense overhead light. For mm-hmm. example, when Jody reads in our bedroom, those lights are so intense I can't stand them. I like the light from the side I mean, from the nightstand, but I can't deal with the overhead light. I didn't know that. You never yeah, told me. Don't that. like that. Yeah. Well, we'll turn it off. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm no, if it I works deal, for you, I can deal with lamps, but yeah, overhead. Right, living room, bedroom, anywhere. Well, when I walked in on her last night, she was sitting in her room. I say last night, yesterday evening, when there was still light coming in from her windows in her room, but the light, the overhead light, was off, and it was significantly dark to me. To me, but I also remember having fifteen-year-old eyes. You can see through things, mm-hmm. you know. So I thought Taylor. As long as it's not too much to give her a headache or eye strain, she was probably okay. But I do don't you know. know you're getting you're straining your eyes when you're 15 and you're invincible? Do I you mean, know? I did. To me, either I can see the book or I can't. Oh. So my mom always used to have the the warnings and right know, for me, and I would watch TV in the dark. Too or, close. Oh wait, you got to watch TV in the dark. Uh, not not at my yeah, house. Yeah, I know. My mother did the same thing, too. Really? It was too bad for your eyes. Yeah, a little bit of backlight. Yeah. yeah otherwise, what? it'll strain your eyes. You're going to wind up wearing glasses. It's like, <laughs> I am anyway, so. <laughs> anyway, I'm just glad summer reading is underway in the dark or not. Yeah. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Getting to the heart of why Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris announced that separation yesterday that we hoped was not true. That's on the way. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I kept waiting yesterday to hear that the Chris Pratt Anna Ferris separation was not true. Maybe that it was a nasty rumor, but apparently it's happening. Is it because he's so busy on sets of all these movies? Sounds like it. In fact, yes, uh, last year he spent most of his time on the set of Jurassic Park. Evacuate the island. She's a highly intelligent animal. She will kill. Anything that moves. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, the deal is if you get down deep in it and sources close to the couple say there's not some third party in their marriage, although they've dealt with a lot of rumors, including a Jennifer Lawrence rumor because she starred with Chris Pratt in the Passengers movie and they got, you know, they they really enjoyed each other. They're friends, but... And both of them, all parties deny that. That's just a fan ridiculousness Mm -hmm. theory. But basically, there's neither one of them did something unforgivable 
They split because they have very different views on what family should be. Anna Ferris apparently wants more children, uh-huh. but wants an intact family, a family that's there together. You know, she doesn't want to raise her kids alone. And when they they hooked up and became when got married, he was barely known, and he, she was very known and very right. successful. Now he's literally at the top of the Hollywood food chain. He's so busy. Well, he's going to be working constantly now. He's going to be around the world working constantly and can't get home. Can't be home. When he wrapped filming Jurassic Park, he came home. They were together for a few weeks, and that's when they came to this decision. Uh-huh. We want different things together. Um, they're completely dedicated to their son, so they're going to be co-parenting. They're going to be together a lot. Mm-hmm. And then from maybe what it, they'll get back together. From what it sounded like in their that statement they released, there there is no you know like it's right, all it's all going to be done nicely. They're very respectful to each other right mm-hmm. now. They'll probably continue to be really good friends, which yeah. is tricky, tricky, tricky. So, so there's an absolute no to any rumor that Jennifer Lawrence was at play here with Chris Pratt. So don't believe that when you see it. And by the way, um, Anna Ferris has a book coming out in October called Anna Ferris is Unqualified. It must be something she heard once in her life. It's all about her life. October 24th and is a foreword by Chris Pratt. Oh, a beautiful, respectful passage. No plans to change the book at all. Hmm. So that's kind of nice. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30. Taylor Swift was in court yesterday for this trial. She's going to be mm-hmm. a part of this suit. Um, they're trying to find jurors who don't know her. <laughs> Tell you about that on the way. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Uh, just after 8 o'clock, the folks at Ford are adding a mute button to all the new Mustangs. Uh, I'll explain coming up. Sam, you were the subject of a conversation my dad and I were having the other day. How awesome I am. (laughs) You know, Uh, you're lucky to be working with Sam. uh, (laughs) Okay, that's how you imagine it, but how it goes really good, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But he, um, I mean, I speak with him a lot more now since my mother passed than, you know, ever before. So Mm -hmm. it's just part of a, you know, regular check-in call. But he's all excited because you're Facebook friends with him personally now. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was something your brother had posted on Facebook. Of course. I'm friends with your brother. Right. And he was at the beach for like two weeks and said something he posted. Wait, I, I do- Murphy's brother's name is Duke. Duke, And yeah. he's hysterical. And he posted a picture of himself. Well, I'm sorry. He had his wife video him running toward yeah. the camera. And then they posted it slow-mo. And he's hysterical. So yeah, it looked it like gorgeous. Baywatch is what he was trying to do. But uh, your dad liked it or commented on whatever it was. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm not friends with Murphy's dad. You need to be. And so I clicked on it. And it took it like a day or two. And yeah. He's excited to follow your life now. Oh, great. So you said after all these years on Facebook, now he's friends with all three of us. <laughs> so sweet. And Murphy, when you were a kid, you had a Mustang, right? My first car was a Ford Mustang. Yeah, it was a hand-me-down, of course. Man. It was a 1970 and a little rusty. But was it, was it a like, noisy Mustang or just a regular Mustang? It was loud. It was V8. You know aren't, I mean? all, weren't all Mustangs of the past loud? Like, that's a thing. Well, still nowadays, the, like the GTs are loud. Oh, yeah. And, uh, one of the... Um, one of the Ford execs who actually has a car came up with this idea because of something that happened when he cranked it one morning on a early on a Saturday morning. Uh, he cranked it up, you know. Yeah. Right. Neighbor calls the cops. You know, they go through everything and then it, it hit calls him. Calls the cops what? to say what? Too noisy for a Saturday morning. Huh. Okay. He came up with this idea for basically a mute button on a Mustang. So they in the new all the new Mustangs that are coming out, they're putting this and it's not really a button per se because you know they have the digital pop up screen yeah. in the car and you can cl- click it to go to quiet mode. So when you crank it, 
you know, it's not as much as... Really? Mustang yeah, purists would tell you there's no such thing as quieting a Mustang. Well, I know, but I mean, early in the morning, you can actually program it, too. Like, if, if you're going to be starting the car between... 10 p.m. and 7 a.m. that it'll never it'll always start in quiet mode that's interesting mm-hmm. we'll have to see if that catches on if they'll start muting corvettes and when Ferraris we were teenagers and, yeah. it would have been something we wanted when we were coming home late and we yeah. were supposed to be late uh-huh. Uh-huh. coming up with murphy sam and jody we're taking s'mores to another level if you want to make some soon and Even i know it's hot it doesn't matter you can put more than just marshmallows and chocolate inside of that mm-hmm. we'll do that on the way sam's got music news next yeah it looks like justin bieber might have a record-breaking song on his hands. I'll tell you what it is. Sam's got music news. Looks like the big song of the summer, Despacito, may now be a record breaker. Although I wonder if some don't like it that Justin Bieber admitted, but I like that he was honest, that he doesn't doesn't remember what he was actually saying now because he oh. doesn't speak it fluently right he sang it but he doesn't know what he or he knew what he was saying then but now he doesn't remember it right well he the, couldn't do it in concert now the okay. original is uh Luis fonsi and daddy yankee yes uh and they just hit a milestone on youtube first video to ever be watched viewed three billion times hmm that's incredible i know three Man. billion have you ever seen the video jody i've not i'm not one of the three billion yeah i i, I, I can count five of those for me because really? I just like it's it. It's, good? it's catchy and everything. Let's Excellent. go make it three billion in one, Jody. Yeah, okay. and that's without Bieber. Now, with Bieber, we've got the song, which has now been 12 weeks at number one. And mm-hmm. if it's number one for four more weeks, it'll tie the record for the longest straight run as at number one for a song. Okay. Tying <laughs> Mariah Carey and Boys to Men from the mid 90s. Oh. oh, one sweet day. Such a good. Jam this you one. You know, this, this song is proof that if you give a song enough space, even though it's kind of played to death, when you give it enough space, it's refreshing to hear it it's again. It's a classic it's song. It's an absolute classic, yeah. yeah. Man, four more weeks is a tall order, though. I know. Despacito. Especially now, it nowadays. Is. It is. Uh, also, too, now to another Justin, Mr. Justin Timberlake. We've told you before about the Rockabye Baby uh, CD series. They take... Uh, oh, I love it. Like Coldplay, Green Day, and they take their songs and they turn them into lullabies. Here's moves like Jagger. Maroon 5. Yeah. Mama, mama. <laughs> See, then your baby falls asleep to that. It's nice. Well, and the, you dig it, too. I don't give a care. <laughs> right? That's not the actual word, but yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. The, well, they're, they're going to take on Justin Timberlake. August the 18th, their new Rockabye Baby album will come out featuring music of Justin. Uh, bye, bye, bye. Rock mm. your body. And uh, also be doing Mirrors. And a few other songs. Man, I'm ready for that. I want to fall asleep fall asleep to that. Loving babies to see, sleep all over the world. That's right. You can fall asleep to Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I like it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up next, we're going to make s'mores, but we're going to shake them up and add other things inside of those warm graham crackers. Next. And if you're still beside yourself about Sunday night's Game of Thrones, just like Jody and producer David are... <laughs> then you'll enjoy uh, yesterday's After the Show podcast. All Game of Thrones. Well, it's the review. Like yeah. the questions asked and what we learned and all that. So definitely spoilers. But if, but you, if, you, if you, you saw watch it and you're it, a you fan, know. you'll love it. Right, exactly. Subscribe Check to the podcast it today. It's absolutely free. You know, we're doing uh, like gourmet s'mores today, recipes, different things to put between those graham crackers when you make s'mores, mm-hmm. which I know you guys think it's only a winter thing, but it can't be. Yeah. 
we had s'mores this summer with the girls on vacation. I know. It wasn't our idea, in, in, in but in my we head, did it. I don't know why. In my head, it's just a. This is not the time of the year Too I sit hot. around a fire. I'm yeah. To be honest with you, I never had s'mores when I was a kid. Not something we did. That's because you were allergic to chocolate. Supposedly. Oh, that's, now that's, that's what, what my pediatrician lied. told my yeah, parents. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. Oh, I had to have Twinkies when everybody else had chocolate chip cupcakes. <laughs> anyway, hey, at least you got to have Twinkies. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. We never did s'mores, so I didn't have s'mores until I was more grown. I didn't really understand what how to do it or what to. I didn't know when we had a fire outside, we would put hot dog weenies on a thing and roast them, and that was what we roasted. Mm. Country. Anyway, you don't have to just do graham crackers and a chocolate bar and marshmallows. marshmallows. Although it's fabulous, yeah, right? Especially if it's done correctly. If the marshmallow's melted and you press it down, it's really fabulous. Have you seen those monster marshmallows they sell now? I've seen the s'mores ones that are flat. No. Oh, well, those are good. Those yeah, are amazing. Those are cool. I know they make a perfect size. Well, see, I'm talking about monster marshmallows Monster marshmallows for roasting. Yeah. I don't think you can oh, try nice. to put those on a s'more. They are so. huge. So it's like a tra- double stuff. If yeah. you tried to squeeze that in a graham cracker, you'd create a mess, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Okay, but here's the deal. The Nutty Buddy s'mores, and a friend sent me all these, and they're great. It's graham crackers, a peanut butter cup, and marshmallow. Mm. Melt that so you get the peanut butter. Mm. Does that not sound like the best? Mm. Does that not sound amazing? You could do the same thing with Rolos. Yeah. Do like three Rolos and press them down, and you've got a caramel sort of chocolatey happiness in there with the marshmallow. It all has to have a marshmallow. It's not a a s'more. Um, You can even do... A peppermint patty instead of just a chocolate bar, and it's all mm, minty. Yeah. Or Andy's mints, yeah, what Murphy yeah, said. Yeah. So uh, maybe Yum. we could try one called the Chunky. What if you took one of those Chunky bars and put that between Ooh, two? Ooh, it would have raisins and stuff. Yeah, why not? Yeah. If you're going to go crazy, Jody, you might as well go all the Check way. Check out the gourmet s'mores menu at murphysamandjody.com and on our Facebook page this morning. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift was in court yesterday for jury selection, this court battle she's gearing up for. And um, the questions that are being asked of the potential jurors, hysterical, with Taylor sitting right there. Tell you about that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift getting ready for this court battle, and so much so she was in a Denver courtroom yesterday for jury selection. This is the radio DJ guy who, she says, groped her and grabbed her bottom while they were doing a meet and greet and taking pictures. And he says, wait, you're falsely accusing me and you're ruining my life. I need $3 yeah. million. Got, her, got him fired, too. She, Yeah, he lost his job. She was in court sitting next to her mother, white dress, black jacket, not looking. They weren't looking at one another, the mm-hmm. two. Some of the questions that the potential jurors have had to a- answer, have you ever bought a Taylor Swift concert mm. uh, ticket? Have you watched videos of hers? Oh, and have you listened to her on the radio in the last two years? Yeah, well, that's going to be hard to find a jury then. (laughs) It's going to be, you know that even the judge or some of the people in those chambers are like, Taylor Swift is out there. Uh, By the way, Taylor is expected to testify against this man during the course of this trial. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sharon called in earlier and uh, said that Sam's problem, his turtle problem this weekend, you know, he was watching Thomas the Turtle next door. Yeah, it was turtle sitting, yeah. And, and so the, every time he went over there, Thomas the Turtle would charge him. 
broke out his credit card and everything. He has a bad attitude. But but uh, when he's Sharon, aggressive. But Sharon yeah. called in and said the aggression's probably coming from the fact he doesn't have a mate. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I, 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 I guess I didn't think about that. But Could you know, yeah. makes total sense to me. Producer David, we have more comments coming in about Thomas the Turtle. Yeah, on Facebook. Kay left us a message on our Facebook page, and let's. This isn't a, a small turtle. This is a big, heavy turtle, yeah. right? Thirteen years old, 118 pounds. Okay, well, Kay has a question for you. She says, Sam, I yes. must ask, how do your neighbors get the big turtle home? Do they walk it like a dog and put it on a leash? How did they get it home? Yeah, that's a I'm great assu- question. I mean, it's 13 years old. I'm assuming it was a little turtle when they got it. Oh, so sweet. But no. <laughs> well, I've never seen big- him out walking the turtle. That could take a while to get <laughs> well, around the poses, block. That poses a problem because if he lives forever and they decide to move one day, they're going to have to move him. They're yeah. going to put him in the back of a flatbed truck. You guys. Is that safe? <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I'm just asking. If he gets a mate, it'll be safe. Yeah. Okay, thank you for the question. I'm thinking back of a truck. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's not going anywhere. If he ever goes. Okay. All right. Reach us on Facebook or murphysamandjody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We got to tell you about this yesterday. What in the world happened to Stephen King's The Dark Tower at the movies? Mm. That's next. That whole Chris Pratt and Anna Faris separation upset me so much yesterday, I forgot to tell you about what happened to the big debut of the Stephen King adaptation at the box office, The Dark Tower. You can't stop what's coming. Death always wins. The critics are saying this is awful. I know. I've read, look, the day we did the family-friendly box office review on it, I was reading about it being a big epic fail (laughs) and a big epic letdown. And, you know, it was in the works for years. Ron Howard had this movie in his hands at one point and thought he wanted to make it and thought, nah, I can't do it. J.J. Abrams wanted this and decided, you know, I can't do it for the screen. This is a Danish filmmaker, somebody we've never really heard of who took it brought Matthew McConaughey on, Idris Elba on, mm-hmm. and said, let's do this. And so Stephen King fans were super excited. But And it did debut at number one this weekend, but only made $19 million, which Ooh, was not... Wow. I mean, it probably took that much just to feed the crew for one day. To pay Matthew. Oh, you, you're not lying <laughs> about probably, that. He's one of those $20 the, million dollar guys. And they're just as surprised as anyone else, because so often... A Stephen King adaptation does great at the yep. box office. Think about it. Uh, Misery and The Shining, even Shawshank Redemption, mm-hmm. even Stand By Me, don't forget, was Mr. Stephen King. So The Dark Tower still in theaters, but barely hanging on. And it looks like Game of Thrones fans are uh, all over the Murphy, Sam & Jody after the, po- after the show podcast from yesterday. Jody and uh, producer David kind of gave their take on it. Sam and I kind really of. don't have a take because Mm-mm. we don't watch the show, but that's okay. And I tried to explain to Sam that it's not all mythical and dragons. Actually, what drives the show is the drama. That's why it's the best ever. By the way, Murphy, anyway. I found out one of the dragons' names is Drogon. Yeah. Oh, really? Rightly so. Change one letter. Poof. <laughs> Catch the After the Show podcast. Do it every day. New episode every day. And you can su- subscribe for free at murphysamandjody.com.